0: Welcome back into the Green Zone presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino inside the VEASAN Studios. Inside the Circa Sportsbook, you can see the backdrop here. What an impressive, every time I come down here, I still, my jaw drops with this sportsbook that we have and are so fortunate to be able to broadcast from. And uh, boy, in a very exciting day in the world of sports, we've got the playoffs beginning in the National Hockey League West. That really started on Saturday night with one game. The Capitals getting out in front of the Boston Bruins. And right now, the Vegas Golden Knights and Minnesota Wild are at the first intermission they are still scoreless. The Vegas Golden Knights are currently on a power play. Also, we have the final day in the regular season of the NBA. The playoffs will get underway on Tuesday. Of course, Major League Baseball with a full slate of action today. So a lot of things going on. And you've got the championship game in the FCS. Sam Houston and South Dakota State. I don't know if you have an update there. They were all tied at 7 apiece in the second quarter. I imagine uh, we are at halftime at this point.
1: Well, I believe and I have not seen the score change, I think we actually have a weather delay, and I will double check that. Oh, that's uh, right.
0: Just like the golf tournament. Yeah, right.
1: because it is uh, pouring down there in the Metroplex, so we'll see, because the Byron Nelson, by the way, they had to start early today in order to uh, be able to get it in. Almost got it in. Final groups are through 15, so I believe like three holes to play. But meanwhile, topic A right now is going to be what's going on in San Antonio. Missed foul shot, but Cade bates DOP, the former Ohio State product, gets a tip in. So now 121-120. to San Antonio Spurs leading the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix, of course, only was a two-point favorite because Chris Paul and Devin Booker not going today, nor is Jay Crowder. So Phoenix does have a ball. Timeout. They'll get the at half court when we resume action there. But 121 to 120, Spurs lead. Spurs already, of course, locked into that 10 seed, and they'll play basically the loser of this Memphis Golden State game, which, by the way, near the end of the first quarter, 115 remaining Memphis 27-26 at Golden State. Phoenix gonna try to see if they can perhaps keep their number one seed alive. They of course have to win here and then have Utah lose later tonight. At Sacramento and we'll preview that game later in the program.
0: Yeah, Sacramento or excuse me Phoenix uh, was as high as a nine and a half Uh, you know yesterday when they just really embarrassed San Antonio they were about a ten and a half eleven point favorite opened up as about nine and a half point favorites today then that line came crashing down with the lineup news and that's why I mean the NBA it's really been that way all year long you just have to wait until the lineups come out there's been so much load management and that type of thing affected this game today to the tune of seven points in that point spread just about seven seconds left in the ball game now and the san antonio spurs or excuse me phoenix suns are going to put up a shot and they bury it and that'll give them the lead now 123 to 121 a three-pointer there west with two seconds left on the clock they lead the spurs by a bucket
1: Eton Moore from East Chicago, Indiana, by the way, Purdue University, so we won't hold that against him. But anyway, he gets the three and now puts Phoenix up by two. 2.2 left to go. Spurs do take a timeout, so they'll get the ball at half court and we'll get one more shot. One update I do want to give on that FCS title game they have been clear of Lightning for about 30 minutes now, so the teams are coming back out for a quick warm up. Restart expected to occur in about a, 10 minutes away from getting under, underway again down there in Frisco, Texas. So all tied at 7, middle of the second quarter between Sam Houston State and South Dakota State.
0: And the first quarter has come to a close at the Chase Center in San Francisco. The Golden State Warriors take a one-point lead into the locker room, 30-29. to 29. They lead Memphis. Second quarter will be underway here shortly. Let's check the uh, baseball scoreboard. We were nearing a couple of finals there looking like the Chicago Cubs were going to get past Detroit. Five to nothing, Detroit was hitting in the bottom of the ninth inning. Still hitting in the top of the ninth inning are the San Francisco Giants, now up 4-1 to one on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, they were beaten by Pittsburgh on Saturday and reduced their lead in the National League West to just half a game over San Diego. San Francisco looking to rebound today, currently up 4-1 to one in the ninth. And Baltimore really putting it on the Yankees, 10-5 to five now in the top of the ninth inning. New York up to their final at-bats. Toronto 9-4 to four over Philadelphia. The Angels have now taken back the lead over the Boston Red Sox, trying to avoid the sweep are the Halos today. Six to five in the top of the ninth inning there at Fenway. Five nothing Brewers in the bottom of the sixth over Atlanta. Two nothing Houston over the Rangers. 5-4, to four, the Oakland A's now coming back on top over the Minnesota Twins in the bottom of the fifth inning there in Minnesota. Been a back-and-forth affair between these two for two days now. And Colorado still trailing Cincinnati 1-0. Looks like Chicago did indeed go final. Final score also in San
1: Antonio. Spurs do not get a shot off. So Eton Moore, the hero for the Phoenix Suns, 123-121. Game goes over the total Basically a push depending on where you got it, if you got it at the close. Unless here. you bet it early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Minus two was the closing number. Phoenix gets a win. So now they will go to fifty one and twenty one. Utah Jazz later tonight, fifty one and twenty. They are in Sacramento. And Sacramento's got a few guys, of course, out. We know De'Aaron Fox has been out. Hassan Whiteside going to be questionable. I think Harrison Barnes, Marvin Bagley also not going to go. Therese Halliburton has been out as well. So Utah Jazz, this did go down a little bit earlier today, but now we're seeing 11 at BetMGM because, of course, I think a lot of bettors were waiting on what was going to happen with this Phoenix Suns game. So now that the Suns got the win jazz know what they got to do in terms of they got to win to get the number one seed but one thing i will caution must win does not always equal must cover sure so you are obviously paying the tax now in the line at 11 so if you're betting the jazz maybe a little bit late to the party here look uh you know we kind of saw that with washington today they had to win to go ahead and and get that seed but that didn't mean that they were going to cover so we shall see but now Phoenix Suns await to see what Utah does. So Phoenix guaranteed to at least be the two in
0: the West. The Texas Rangers have a David Dahl two-run homer and have tied it up now with the Astros. Trying to snap a five-game losing streak are the Texas Rangers. They've really fallen off the pace after they worked so hard to get it back to 500. Now they've gone back down the hill again, but there's a two-run blast that'll tie it up with the Houston Astros. Let's talk about some of the basketball West that's going down. And you, of course, talked about... Utah and Sacramento. That game is now changed now. Quite an exciting finish, by the way, between the Suns and the Spurs. That was pretty awesome. Both of those teams are not finished yet, as we will see more action from the San Antonio Spurs in the play-in round, and of course Phoenix, which may end up with the number one seed in the Western Conference if Utah loses. But talking about the Mavericks and the Timberwolves, this will tip at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And Dallas is really in the driver's seat. They're uh, currently in the five-hole in the Western Conference. And if they, Portland, and the Lakers all win, Dallas still gets that number five seed. So they really control their own destiny, certainly. Portland and L.A., either one of those teams could slip into the play-in round.
1: Yeah, Dallas is either going to get... Uh, likely the Clippers or the Denver Nuggets there in the first round, whoever ends up in that four spot. Assuming Dallas wins tonight, it's basically a win and you're going to get the five seed. They are laying six and a half at Minnesota.
0: That Minnes- spread hasn't changed too much. No, all day. it has
1: not. And Minnesota kind of disappointed yesterday. They were five-point favorites over the Boston Celtics. This is a team that has been playing better. Now that they've gotten healthy, they, of course, got had the uh, one pick last year at the Anthony Edwards. And then you add... Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell. Finally, that young core playing together in Minnesota had been winning some games here in the month of May and also into April and then covering big numbers against good teams. So that number really has not moved out yet. I think maybe they're wanting to see, make sure Porzingis is in the lineup, make sure Doncic is in the lineup. And that both of them are all systems go. I think when they announce that lineup about 30 minutes before tip off at about 8:40 Eastern time. Tip off, by the way, being 9:10 then you might see that line go up to like seven, seven and a half. But Mm. right now it's kind of in just this holding pattern to see who's going to go. I wouldn't think, I know Minnesota is trying to position themselves in terms, maybe for a draft pick, but they've been given some decent efforts of late. Yeah, they really have. Much to some of their fans' chagrin, because they want to obviously get more ping pong balls and get another piece to add to that good young core. But... It's six and a half, basically, 230 by and large, your total market-wide, including here at BetMGM.
0: So... Dallas win, and they get the five seed in the West. The Lakers at the Pelicans. This is also a 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern in New Orleans. Los Angeles, they have to win and hope that the Trailblazers lose, and that would move the Lakers into the sixth spot and thus avoid the play-in round. They're laying a big number at New Orleans tonight, but, Wes, we've seen it come down. It was as high as 10 on the overnight, and now it is 7, and just this morning it was 8, so it continues to come down. Your total is at 221. That's also coming down. It was at 223 earlier this morning. I understand it, and this number where it closes is probably going to be about the right number, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. But when it was up in the 8, 9, 10 range... You knew that the odds makers were building in the whole scenario. Right. And I think that's what we're seeing across the NBA today, depending on the situation for each team. There's a little bit of tax in that line, and I think the betters have identified that here with the Lakers.
1: And I'll start on the New Orleans side. We know Zion Williamson basically out for the rest of the year with the finger. They're eliminated from the playoffs. So, Brandon Ingram, there was a possibility the former Laker was going to be able to go, but now he is listed as doubtful. Also, Steven Adams, doubtful, Lonzo Ball, another former Laker likely out for this game. So this is always kind of that little revenge spot for New Orleans because these guys got traded away from the Lakers. So they want to beat their old team. It's basically the Lakers were saying, okay, you're not good. We're not good enough to win a championship with you. So... The reason why that's come down tonight on the Lakers side is because AD and LeBron are both listed as questionable, so they're not officially listed as in the starting lineup. So you've seen that down to seven, and I'll reset the scenario here for the Lakers. If they win and Denver is able to beat Portland and win up in uh, the Rose Garden or the Moda Center, as it's now known tonight, then the Lakers would get the sixth seed. If they lose, then they're the seven, and they're going to host whoever wins this Golden State-Memphis game and ends up getting that eight seed.
0: Now, you mentioned A.D. and LeBron listed as questionable. Um, wouldn't you think that they are going to play? I mean, are, are they going to resign themselves to the play-in round? I mean, you know, you've got Denver and Portland that's going to really decide the Lakers' mm-hmm. fate, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they need to win the game, obviously. You just explained the scenario. Now, I think we kind of know that the Denver Nuggets aren't really thrilled about winning this game. Everybody's trying to avoid the Lakers, including right. the Clippers. Right. Uh, so if the Trailblazers go on to win, as is the point spread would indicate here, they are a big favorite at home over the Nuggets, but. Still, for the Lakers to kind of throw in the towel, that would surprise me. It would be too. And because they're listed as questionable, because I
1: think that there were people that were even liking the Lakers at double digits to go ahead and, and win, I wouldn't assuming, be surprised. That, assuming that these guys were playing. But we will have to wait and see. That's what makes this day really tricky in terms of betting, because it's kind of like you know, like the NFL when maybe some teams are out of it and not battling for a playoffs. But usually you don't see guys sitting in mass. I would think that the Lakers would want to win this game and try to put pressure on Portland and maybe get in that sixth spot to not have to play an extra game here. Obviously, if you win that seven, eight game, you're going to be in. And then the loser has to play the winner of the nine, 10, but I would think you wouldn't want to play that extra game with these guys, you know, coming back from injury and the Lakers basically did play their lineup yesterday as they held off the Pacers in Indiana. So I would anticipate that at least one of these two, LeBron or AD, is going to play tonight. And then, obviously, if that happens, you will see this line go back up to like nine, nine and a half.
0: Underway in the second period at T-Mobile for the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. Still scoreless there. Vegas started the second period on the power play. I'm not sure if they are still on it. We're in a little bit of a break here. But they were just underway, I want to say. Maybe 10, 20 seconds into the second period. Okay, they are still on the power play, just about 15 seconds into the period. And it is still scoreless there at T-Mobile. And in the basketball game, talking about the Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State starting to pull away a little bit now in the second quarter. Nine minutes left, 35-31 to in favor of Golden State. In the in-game market, they are now five and a half point favorites, and your in-game total to 224 and a half. And Wes, we were uh, talking about the Nuggets and the Trailblazers, and I kind of tipped my hand there as far as where I think this game is headed. Uh, You know, I I would probably want to lay the favorite here more than I would want to take the dog, because I, I think... Denver is a little bit disinterested. They, they don't mind losing this game and hopefully avoiding the Lakers, what, what might be a first-round playoff game, not a play-in scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go ahead and, uh, you know, that would move tra- uh, the Trailblazers into the six hole, which would get them out of the play-in round. And, you know, they were laying nine and a half points. We saw it as high as 11 and a half, and the total continues to go up as well, and, and that's just the way I would be headed in this game, because it means everything to Portland and not a whole lot to well, Denver. Well, I think this is priced
1: accordingly too as well. I know there's a couple bench players for Denver and a couple rotation guys, Paul Millsap, Aaron Gordon, Campazzo listed as questionable possible rest for those guys. We know that Denver has been winning really since Jamal Murray went out and tore his ACL back in April, I believe they're 16 and 5 down the stretch straight up without Jamal Murray, but they've been 10 and 11 against the spread. Now, does Denver rest Michael Porter Jr.? Do they rest the likely MVP, Nikola Jokic? I think it's already priced in a little bit at this standpoint, Lane 9. But as you said, I would still I would still only lay Portland here in this spot because obviously Portland, I think they've been really trying to get that sixth spot and send that the Lakers into that play-in situation, according to my buddies up in Portland who are really invested in seeing the Lakers have to play in the play-in round, the almighty Lakers. So... I would only lay it rather than take it here, but I do think that it's already taxed in the line that maybe some of these starters aren't going to go
0: tonight. The Memphis Grizzlies call a timeout after Jordan Poole hits a three-pointer for Golden State. Now a nine-point advantage for the Warriors, 40-31 with eight minutes left to go in the second quarter. Jordan Poole, the kid out of Michigan, has been fantastic for Golden State the last couple of weeks or so. We'll update that. Also, the baseball scores when we come back. Sunday night baseball still to preview here as well. On The Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. To the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. So much action going on on your Sunday. Now a couple of the games going on in the state of Texas have been put on hold. The golf tournament, the Byron Nelson, and then also the FCS championship between Sam Houston and South Dakota State. In nearby Frisco, Texas, both getting a deluge of rain. They have been put on hold here right now. K.H. Lee is your leader at the Byron Nelson, a three-shot advantage over Patton Kazire, Daniel Berger, and Sam Burns. Burns went into the weekend as your 36-hole leader. But right now, K.H. Lee at 24 under par. We'll see if they eventually resume action there. And uh, we've been talking about baseball and the NBA and, of course, the Stanley Cup playoffs, West. But there's also a race car, or a race car, going on. The Dean 400 in Dover. Give us a little update on NASCAR, my friend. Yeah, we are in the
1: third and final stage of this race. 400 laps, the monster mile at Dover, so 400 mile race. 263 laps completed. All bow ties up front. The bow tie brigade, all Chevys right now, one through five. <laughs> Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, your top five, all Chevys. Right behind them, Kevin Harvick, Brad Kozolowski, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick, and Austin Dillon so that is your current stature right now in terms of here with uh, the race there at Dover leaders and basically all the lead pack just stopped about 22 laps ago so probably going to have some more green flag stops with 135 laps remaining in the race but that's
0: where we currently stand at Dover. I was just singing the praises of Jordan Poole, the kid out of Michigan. Already nine points in the game, but he turns it over there. Just about six minutes left in the second quarter before halftime. 42-35, to 35, Golden State out in front of the Memphis Grizzlies. And we mentioned previewing Sunday Night Baseball. Let's go ahead and get to it, Wes. It's a good-looking contest between two very good ball clubs, the St. Louis Cardinals visiting the San Diego Padres at Petco Park. But surprisingly, San Diego's going for the sweep. They have mm-hmm. owned the Cardinals so far in the first two games of this series. And interesting about Sunday Night Baseball is, Every one of these contests, except for last week, has gone over the total. Last week was the first one to stay under the total. Tonight, it'll be Quang Hoon Kim and Ryan Weathers going for the Padres. And the Padres now trailing the San Francisco Giants by just a half game. It looks like the Giants are going to get a victory today over Pittsburgh. So San Diego ought to come into this game trailing San Francisco by just one game. Well, and you're wondering how long
1: Weathers is going to go here. They eventually, I think, want to work him into a full-time starter, Ryan Weathers, the son of former MLB pitcher David Weathers, by the way, and I think they're wanting to see maybe how far he can go in this game, because the Padres' bullpen has been really good this season, 346 on the XFIP, and that's second in all of Major League Baseball, but They've used that bullpen quite a lot here early in the season. So you don't want to really tax these guys too much, but it's going to be interesting to see how long Ryan Weathers is going to stay into the game. Cardinals' rotation and their bullpen really kind of have looked weak this season. 468 on the XFIP for the starters, 507 for the bullpen. It's really this defense because right now they're the best defensive team in Major League Baseball. They have saved plus 36 in terms of DRS, which is defensive runs saved. So that has really helped the St. Louis Cardinals, and that's why I think they've been kind of overachievers. Uh,
0: look at the Gold Glovers on the corners in Arenado and
1: Goldschmidt. Yeah, and, I, and 36, by the way, was last year's mark for St. Louis. They're currently at plus 13, a little bit mid-pack, but this is a very good defense for St. Louis. Just kind of looking at the market here and seeing where this is going. Six and a half in the overnight. Now seeing the over. To your point about Sunday night baseball, most of these games going over. Seeing some seven and a halves now. Juice to the under minus one twenty at BetMGM. Kim and the Cardinals have taken a little bit of the money, and I think maybe that's a little bit of doubt because we don't know how long Ryan Weathers is going to go in that start tonight. Kim, 274 ERA, 362 on the XFIP. Ryan Weathers, no ERA, but 433 on the XFIP because he just hasn't stayed in games very long. But in the, the interim, he's looked pretty good. I've but,
0: really liked him. Yeah. You know, usually he's gone maybe three, four innings, and I think he's been very good, really has a lot of movement on his stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really like him. He's a, he's a higher-end prospect, really, in that organization. So he's 2-1 and one on the season, basically a .80 ERA, so... I didn't really do anything with this one yet. Kind of lean to the Cardinals here to uh, go ahead and uh, get the win on Sunday Night Baseball. But as of now, no play for me.
0: It is a final indeed. The Giants beat the Pirates four to one, so currently leading the Padres by a game in the NL West. The Orioles take out the Yankees, avoid the sweep there at home, ten to six. Your final there. The Rays keep on winning. That's four in a row. They knock off the Mets. Three losses in a row for New York, seven to one. Your final there. And the Cubs take out the Detroit Tigers, five to one. Your final there. Forty-two to thirty-seven, Golden State leading Memphis. We'll be right back on V Sin. NHL and NBA playoffs are here and our experts are covering every angle to find the betting edges. VEASAN hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops in sight. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoff including odds and analysis for every game at VEASAN.com and our daily members only best bet emails. Now's the time to cash in on the playoffs and sign up for your 10 day free trial at com slash subscribe. Wes, I found something here that I really like. This is a prop market that is being offered at BetMGM, and that is, will they make it past the play-in tournament? Yes or no? The Celtics, the Boston Celtics, of course, they will be in the seven hole in the Eastern Conference, and that is the first spot in the play-in round, and they will take on the Washington Wizards. The Celtics are minus 550 to advance out of the play-in round, plus 400 on the no. And then you go down the list here, the Hornets are plus 135 to advance, 160 on the no. The Wizards, plus 140 to get out, minus 175 on the no. And your Pacers, plus 175. 65 on the yes, minus 200 on the no. So obviously the Celtics, they're a heavy favorite to be one team that does make it out of the play-in round. And that's a bigger favorite than I expected. They're the better team, obviously,
1: of these four teams. I think they're the best of the four. Nevertheless, no Jalen Brown the rest of the year. So they're already a little bit shorthanded. And they've kind of been going the wrong way a little bit down the standings. So... Uh, the yes that's a little that's a little bit of a big number but obviously they are at home so that's taxed into the price and the fact that now that they are going to get the Washington Wizards that's a tougher team though that's the best team I think of those three between Washington Charlotte and Indiana so going down here a little bit even though Indiana gets that home game I would be on minus 200 with the no and the fact that there's been dissension in the ranks with that coach. It's not guaranteed that Nate Bjorkren is going to be any more than a one-and-done in terms of as a head coach. Uh, they did fight a little bit down the stretch and made the playoffs, but Malcolm Brogdon's been in and out of the lineup. We don't know if Miles Turner is going to be back who makes them better defensively, although he is not as good of an offensive player from that standpoint, but defensively, he at least gives you a chance because he can rebound, he can block shots, and really there are other bigs for the Pacers, Sabonis, And then Goga Batadze, not exactly the best defenders here. So I would be the first thing that stood out to me on these prices was the no on the Indiana Pacers to make it out of this play in tournament, even though they are going to get the home game with Charlotte. But I think that that's basically a coin flip game here.
0: Uh, Yeah, I would agree with you. Now explain to me. Um, the the Celtics are going to play the Wizards, the Hornets play the Pacers. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have two winners from those games. And and then I assume those two teams play each other to get into the dance. Yeah,
1: what happens is the winner of this 7-8 game is going to get in and be in that spot. And then the loser has to play the winner of the 9-10 game. So the loser of that 9-10 game is out, is done. So gotcha. in this case, in the East, that would be the Hornets against the Pacers. You would expect the Pacers are going to be a small favorite at home, but probably not a very big favorite over Charlotte. So the, win, the loser of that is going to be done. So then they would play the loser of the 7-8 game. And whoever obviously is the loser of that 7-8 game would be the host for whoever the, the winner of that 9-10 game is. So that's basically what you have in terms of how this is working out.
0: Just the way teams have been playing lately, and of course the Celtics have injury issues, I'd be looking at the uh, the Wizards on the yes at plus 140. Yeah,
1: absolutely, because they have played better. Now they do have. They did get Bradley Beal back today. Mm-hmm. We know Russell Westbrook has, has set the all-time triple-double record, broke the big O Oscar Robertson's record all-time, so you know that he has been playing very well. This is a team that can score. Not a great defensive team but they are very potent offensively and have really been riding it have been covering games have been winning games down the stretch so they're the hot team really of the four here uh one quick thing i do want to squeeze in before we go to the west on this uh play-in price in terms of who's going to make it in or out of that tournament about maybe 40 minutes from now we're going to get back underway at the byron nelson Mm, so 415 central 215 on Pacific time, so we are going to get underway because I, I don't think they wanted to keep these guys another day. They want to get it in, but obviously this is PGA week. They don't want to have to spend an extra night in Dallas if they don't have to and want to get on that plane. They did resume play in the FCS title game, 14-7 to 7 now, the underdog Sam Houston State leading going into the half. So they're going to have an abbreviated halftime, I believe, is what I just saw, three to five minutes because they had that weather delay, and then they're going to get them back out on the field.
0: VGK and the Minnesota Wild still scoreless just eight minutes left in the second period now and 0-0 it is tied the game on an under pace for sure now under the eight-minute mark in the second period over to the West and of course the four teams it looks like that we will get are the Lakers the Warriors the Grizzlies and the Spurs still
1: could be Portland in that seven spot. right
0: though. we know three out of the four teams for sure could it might be uh, the Blazers rather than the Lakers there and the Lakers Lakers are a massive favorite, minus sixteen hundred uh, to emerge from the play in round. The Spurs are the biggest underdog at plus four fifty on the yes. The Grizzlies at two to one on the yes, and the Warriors at minus one sixty on the on the yes. And I, I tell you what, Wes, I just have a funny feeling that the Lakers aren't gonna make it out. I I, I, I was there's no way I'd lay minus sixteen hundred.
1: No, not at all. And by the way, you're mentioning two of those teams. They have just gone to halftime here in San Francisco. Golden State, 55-49. to So Warriors do cover the first half number of two. This does stay well under the total of 113. And I did I did bet the under on this game, 228.5. So at least on a good pace here from the first half, obviously. Seeding matters. And you see that the defenses, I think, have come more to play here. I do think that the Warriors probably, probably make it out. Obviously, if they win here, they're going to get a rematch with these very same Memphis Grizzlies mm-hmm. on Tuesday night. So I think the Warriors on the yes in terms of a price that I would play here because I don't think the Spurs are going to make it out. Do I want to really lay 700? Not particularly. So if I'm looking at a value in terms of a bet I would make of these four prices, I would say Warriors on the yes at minus 160.
0: Yep, I would agree with that. And, you know, looking at the Memphis Grizzlies, could they take down the Lakers? Possibly. Could the Spurs? Possibly. I think the Warriors possibly have the best chance of anybody and they've been talking about that already in the Bay Area, possibly getting a Warriors-Lakers matchup. Uh, I, I just think this may be a tougher bracket. You've got the Celtics favored out there in the East, and and Washington is probably the biggest fly in their ointment. I think all three of these teams could possibly upset the Lakers.
1: Yeah, you, you certainly wonder in terms of these injuries. Obviously, it's like they're being held out. But it doesn't mean that LeBron and AD are 100% healthy yeah. right now either.
0: All right, when we come back, we've got more baseball to talk about, more basketball to cover, everything going on here on a Sunday inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back. Stick with us. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball players may not get style points for home runs, but baseball bettors do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using the code VEASAN100. And if you place a $1 money line wager on the Cardinals or the Padres, you'll get $100. If either team hits a home run, it's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager colorado iowa indiana michigan new jersey nevada pennsylvania tennessee virginia or west virginia only it excludes michigan associated persons please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-522-4700 in colorado nevada and virginia 1-800 gambler in new jersey pennsylvania and west virginia 1-800 bets off in iowa 1-800-9 with it in indiana in tennessee 800-889-9789 the promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you in one other final to report in Major League Baseball. The California Angels come back to beat the Boston Red Sox. They went out to an early lead. Boston came back and then six to five, your final in favor of the Angels, they avoid the sweep, and I guess they got a big home front, home run from that guy that pitches and hits. Two-run homer for Shohei show here in
1: the top of the ninth. Kind of a bad beat if you had the Angels in the first five. It was four to one. Red Sox hit four in the bottom half of the fifth to lose that first five for Angel backers, but they do get the full game bets, and I like that you called them the California Angels instead <laughs> of this Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I was fine with the Anaheim Angels, but when they right. did the extension, and you call them the California Angels, it made Makes me uh, think of the Naked Gun movie with Reggie Jackson coming out of right field <laughs> with the I Must Kill the Queen. If you remember that <laughs> yes, movie when Reggie was late in his career with the California Angels when uh, I believe Gene Autry still owned the team. But yes, six I to believe five, so as well. Six to five, the Angels do get the win over the Red Sox. Of course, we mentioned the earlier finals, Baltimore 10-6 over the Yankees. 4-1 San Francisco over Pittsburgh. Cubs get the 5-1 win in Detroit. Tampa Bay all over the Mets 7-1. to Probably the most unique thing we were just seeing in terms of a game in progress with baseball, though. Brewers had an 8 nothing lead, and now they have an 8-7 lead. Freddie Freeman hit a grand slam to get seven runs here in the top of the seventh inning for the Atlanta Braves, and now we're in the bottom of the seventh. There's stretch time there at Miller Park. Brewers clinging to an 8-7 lead.
0: I tell you what, the fight and fills aren't done yet, either. They have closed the gap there with the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto's been in control pretty much the entire game, but just a three-run margin right now. 10-7. to seven, obviously, obviously, this game is well over the total. Top of the ninth inning right now. Philly's still batting, trailing by three runs. Also, Texas and Houston are tied at two apiece. This one is trying to uh, give the Astros a sweep as far as the in-state rivalry, trying to take out Texas for the third day in a row and trying to get their sixth win in a row. Texas trying to avoid a six-game losing streak. Oakland now has... Uh, Getting or added one more run over to the Minnesota Twins, six to four now in the top of the seventh inning in Minnesota. The Kansas City Royals have taken back the lead from the Chicago White Sox. This one has been back and forth, and they're already into the eighth inning. This one certainly on an under pace right now, just three to two in favor of the Royals over the Chicago White Sox. And Colorado starting to open it up a little bit now on the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati had a one nothing lead for a while in this game. Wes, you and I both kind of lean towards the Rockies in this game. Bottom of the fourth inning, 4-1 four right now in favor of the home team. Jeff Hoffman does not pitch pitching in Colorado, the former Colorado
1: <laughs> Rocky, and getting shelved this inning. Five runs for the Rockies and still going with the runner on and two outs. Uh, by the way, that little hockey game going down the road at T-Mobile Arena, now at the under-four-minute mark here in the second period. No goals to update you on because there are no goals. But by the way, VGK is putting the absolute pressure. 29-16 shot advantage. Cam Talbot has had to be at his best in the, between the pipes of the Minnesota Wild. 29 saves for Talbot, 16 for Marc Andre Fleury. So we are in the final minutes here of the second period. Still no score at the T Mobile Arena.
0: As far as the in market line or uh, live market line, just about uh, where we were before the puck drop here, Wes, uh, Vegas closed at about a 165 favorite here at BetMGM. It is 155 in the live market again as they are scoring. And just as we say that, the Houston Astros put a run across. Looked like Altuve scoring there to make it 3-2. to two. Still runners at the corners for Houston with two down in the bottom of the eighth inning as they look to sweep their in-state rival Texas Rangers. The Los Angeles Dodgers and Miami Marlins are still scoreless. The top of the second inning there at Chavez Ravine. The Washington Nationals still scoreless with the Arizona Diamondbacks. This one in the top of the third inning in Arizona. And the Seattle Mariners on the board again trying to uh, continue the troubles they've been giving the Cleveland Indians. One to nothing. They're out in front of Shane Bieber and company in the top of the third inning at six.
1: Yeah, and we mentioned how Bieber was such a big favorite, but this Indians lineup just is not hitting so far, and they don't have any hits through two innings. Going to the top of the third here at Seattle, and the Mariners out to a 1-0
0: lead. And the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors have hit the halftime break. See if you have a halftime line there. I with... do,
1: actually. one sixteen your second half total, so that basically means Two twenty the adjusted total for an in game. Memphis pick'em minus a dollar twenty-five at BetMGM. So you can get Pick'em, but you gotta pay the price for it because it's a, basically a minus a half for the second half of the Grizzlies pretty much everywhere else in the market.
0: That's pretty interesting because Golden State closed as about a three and a half point favorite. They currently lead by six. So if you're I mean, if you're taking Memphis as a pick'em here, you're basically saying Golden State is going to cover the original mm-hmm. line at, at
1: tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, you got to pay the tax a little bit that you're getting juiced on the VIG at BetMGM minus 125 if you want to basically take six for the game. But right now you're basically taking five and a half. Memphis did see the money here early on. Golden State, by the way, did win both quarters, 30 to 29 in the first, 25 to 20 in the second. Small lean to the Grizzlies here in the second half. if if I think going so, there, well, yeah. trust the
0: original line, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. If you believe that the market is right, you're getting a little bit better of it here, getting at least two points better of the closing number and a half point better of the opening number. So I'm
0: just going to hang on to my underbat here, though. The Golden State Warriors have had a couple of situations or a couple of uh, times in this first half where they've started to pull away from Memphis, but Memphis has continued to come back. Uh, a six-point margin at the halftime break here is probably a little bit more than I expected. Golden State had it to as big as a nine-point lead at one point, but for the most part, this was a pretty tight, well-contained, Contested first half, I wouldn't be surprised if the second half is very similar. And like you say, leaning towards taking the Grizzlies there at a pick'em for the second half the golf tournament is supposed to resume here Wes in about 20 to 30 minutes down in McKinney Texas just outside of Dallas the football game is uh, back underway after a weather delay in Frisco not too far from McKinney KH Lee is your leader going into the weekend Sam Burns was your 36-hole leader and looked like he was well in control of this tournament, but uh, the birdie fest continues and KH Lee is now at 24 under par, five under par on his round through 15 holes today and a three-shot advantage over Patton Kazire, Daniel Berger, and Sam Burns. Now, you've got a couple of guys here in the mix that could possibly still make some noise Charles Schwartzel was one of your picks. He is four shots back with three holes to play. Yeah, I got two in the top five right
1: now. Daniel Berger, eight under par, 64. Now he's in the on clubhouse. Sunday. He is in the house along with Patton Kazire. so they're going to need KH Lee to try to close out his first PGA Tour win. Maybe the pressure's going to get to him in the final three holes, and they're going to need it, To This has been obviously a very hospitable course, shall we say, for <laughs> scoring at TPC Craig Grant. Sam Burns, the overnight leader, just one under par. He is still in it. There's still a few prices up at Bet MGM if you want to get involved in terms of in play. Minus a thousand on Kong Hoon Lee. And then currently Sam Burns seven to one. Charles Schwartzel forty to one. He's still got three holes left to play. Daniel Berger, 80-1. to Patton Kazire, 125-1. to one. Those are the two in the clubhouse at 21 under par. But like you said, Cage, Lee is your leader. 24 under par, three shots up, three holes to play.
0: Well, I'm very excited for next week. Of course, we have another major championship in golf. It'll be the PGA Championship now in its May slot. They've tried for a couple of years to get it into the May slot. Of course, last year they had to play it. Uh, in August, I believe exactly as when it went down as, uh, of course, COVID screwed everything up in the golf schedule, but uh, now back to the May slot, which I really think is great. Finish the summer with the British Open right around Father's Day and it's traditional hold there for the US Open. But um, this is, you know, been been pretty crazy. You've got a, a, a leader here at 24 under par and he's not even finished yet. I, I'm looking forward to what ought to be a stark contrast next week and the longest course in major championship. Yeah, has...
1: hopefully we get the wind blow as well. That would be nice, obviously, to make it even more of a challenge for these players. By the way, Now through 40 minutes at the T-Mobile Arena, nothing settled, nothing gained, 0-0 after two periods. Vegas Golden Knights, 30 shots, Minnesota Wild, 18 shots. Knights made a nice push at the end of the period, but just could not get the first tally on the board.
0: Uh, When we come back on the other side, let's talk a little NBA. We do have some very interesting games in the late slate this evening, the final day of the regular season. We'll go over the playoff scenarios and see if there's any. And maybe we have some more news on some lineups as well. That's become very crucial uh, in the NBA this year, and especially this final week here as we head towards the playoffs. But as far as next week, um, I, I'd love to see it now. The forecast is currently calling for like 12 to 15 miles an hour of wind, which is not brutal. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it at a steady 15 throughout the week and see a winner somewhere in the neighborhood of like eight under par. So a really stiff test but not impossible where it's crazy and four over par wins the thing. I like to see some birdie opportunities, maybe an eagle here or there, but for the most part, you know, single digits under par.
1: Well, and last time this was played here at Kew Island, that being 2012, nine years ago, Roy McIlroy was the winner at 13 under par, but back when he was probably really the consensus number one guy in the world in terms of the form he was in and how he was playing. Second place behind him was five under par. So, you know, that's a a big drop off. I mean, at a PGA, even at a long course like this, you would expect maybe low 10 to 12 under, or maybe even... High nine under par. I don't, I don't, I just can't see these guys shooting 18 under par. But I didn't see it at Aaron Hills at the U.S. Open when that was supposed to be the longest course in major championship history. Wind didn't blow, and if the wind doesn't blow, these guys are going to swallow it up.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think, uh, you know, 10 under par is probably a pretty good number that the books will set. Maybe nine and a half. You want the under or over that. That's two hours in the books. We'll come back and wrap up the third hour right here on the green zone. Stick with us at V the sports betting network.